Hoy, hoy. Hello, everybody. Hi, 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 hi. You know where we are? In our dining room. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, we are the Escalators of Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. And I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And hey, guess what? We are at the end of season one. We Epi- made it. Episode 13. Yes, maybe? here we are. Season one, episode 13, Some Enchanted Evening. Oh, man. I am. What a journey! Uh, yeah. What a journey it's been. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, oh, this is by the way, this is the second take of our uh, attempt to. We're a little rusty. We haven't recorded in a while. Yeah, like two weeks because we got ahead of ourselves. And, yeah, uh, and, we, and now we're behind. That's right. We, uh, I'm just calling me Doctor Cheeks because I'm a little behind. That's a reference you don't get yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I sure don't. So, uh, hey, you know. Um, this warrants some celebration, so uh, we're going to go ahead and make this announcement to you now that we are going to do an end-of-season show. <laughs> It'll be a bonus episode, so it won't interfere with our normal recording. But we don't you know. can skip it if you really want to. Yeah, but don't, no, because we need them DLs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> baby. He means downloads. Um, right. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. It, I'm proud of us. Yeah, yeah, I love how we're really counting our chickens because <laughs> we haven't finished recording this we have uh, episode not. yet. But we did watch the episode. We, we watched it. We did. Uh huh. So, and it was it was an episode. It sure was. Yeah. What an episode. What an episode. So um, why don't we? Let's see. We don't. I don't think we have any oops. We fucked ups. Um, I don't think we do either. I don't have any. I have a shout out. Oh, you have a shout out. Hold on. Vamp. I got to look it up. Oh, shit. I meant to do this earlier. I'm sorry, everybody. So uh, uh, we um, have been, if you have not been listening to our bonus episodes, just so you know, our bonus episodes cover a lot of topics. But right now we are trying to get through all of the Tracy Ullman shorts. So make sure that you're checking those out. Caitlin is back. I have a shout out for an Instagram account. Okay. Um, This is not an Instagram account that we've necessarily interacted with, but Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. It is called Springfield.Palettes. And what this account does is it Uh takes scenes from whatever episode you want and Uh creates a color palette out of said scene, a la like a Pantone chip or a a Moncel, I'm thinking of for archaeologists (laughs) out there. Uh, DMC, standardized colors. Uh, So anyway, I think it's very cool. Robert, probably not so much, you know, with the color blindness and all, but they take screenshots and they create palettes out of them. And I think it's very cool. So you know what I learned several years ago that was that is fun for me is that the little yellow dots on the back of uh, potato chip bags. Yeah, is, is a palette for it's the, the colors, colors that yeah. are used in the, the bag. colors that are used as CMYK. This is baby, and you know what? It, it reminds me every time that I can't see colors because when <laughs> I when I look at them, I can see individual. I can generally see individual colors. Do you? But I can't. But what I'm saying is, like when I see the circles, I can see they're different colors. Okay. But when I try to find them on the front. I usually can't do it. Well, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the printing process, so you don't necessarily see all of those individual colors in the on the packaging. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm getting oh, this fuck. right. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah. It, oh, it's I've been like, looking for colors that weren't there. 
Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing yourself a disservice. Oh, I duped myself. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not 100% sure about this. I will I will I don't want to be an oops I fucked up next week, but I That's think That's going to be it. I think what that is 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 like the printer checking the color Caitlin's situation. Season one finale. Oops, I fucked up. Is that I ruined <laughs> Springles and lays back forever. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. It's fine. So, I, I, for the way I understand it is either they're layered colors to create new colors, or they're mixed together like in a typical printer. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So they're just like little swatches. That's. Oh, I, I I did not know. I <laughs> thought it was like every color that was present on the no. label had to be there. No, it's it's the the colors of the ink used to print. So the same thing is uh, happens on uh, fabric for selvage on the selvage edge. They have dots like that, and it's just the colors that are used. What's a selvage edge? <laughs> So you know when you buy fabric. Did you know that? Did you know that Caitlin sews? <laughs> she used to. She used to sew in like a period style. Like I did in the in the old. That's how I learned. Old, to, that's how I learned to sew. Oh really? Yeah. You know how I learned to sew? Boy Scouts. Weebelows. <laughs> <laughs> so you were wrong. It was Cub Scouts. <laughs> well, anyway, next time you buy fabric, uh-huh. on the edge. So the selvage edge is the edge of like where the fabric was woven so it's like the edge basically of where it is on the loom oh okay and it's like the, it's a it's a product of the manufacturing uh-huh. typically the selvage is cut off oh when you make something oh I um, see. or like yeah it's basically the edge of the fabric as, uh-huh. it, as it was manufactured but you'll see writing you'll see those little dots you'll see all sorts of stuff on the selvage edge i had no idea <laughs> I had no idea. And we learned something today. Anyway, Simpsons all my fabric comes are, from Walmart. So. Well, that that also has selvage edges. Oh shit! I forgot they sell it there. <laughs> I was talking about t-shirts. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, it's not a raw edge; it's the selvage edge. Oh. A raw edge is when you cut into the fabric is, and it's like. Are phrase. you saying salvage? Selvage. Selvage. S e l v e d g e. I think that's how you spell it. Am I talking about out of my ass a little bit? But I wait, think, so like, is that, is that like a person's name? Let us conduct. <laughs> <laughs> let. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Let's read this. <laughs> so a selvage, S E L V A G E. Excuse uh-huh. me. That is the United States spelling. S E L V E D G E is the British spelling. Uh-huh. Is a self-finished edge of a piece of fabric, uh-huh. which keeps it from unraveling and fraying. Oh. So. Okay. It it is part of the manufacturing process, but mm-hmm. that's kind of like the etymology of it. But yes. That is what that is. Anyways, you will see little dots on uh-huh. that. Yeah. And um, it tells you what colors are like. It's part of the manufacturing process. That's crazy. You know, <laughs> you can tell. You can tell that we don't like really script these episodes because I would never have thought. <laughs> and ever. we never would have brought that up at like minute two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> N- n- never. So... But you know what? Uh, I learned something today. So Yeah, so Springfield Palettes, good uh, Instagram account to go follow if you're like into graphic design or mm-hmm. like just colors, I guess. Um, also, treehouseofhorror.palettes, they do. They oh, have a yeah. separate account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's fun. 
I like it. Oh, good. (laughs) I don't know why like stuff like that just pleases me, but it does. Oh, well, uh, well, you like spreadsheets and stuff. So like, you like to put stuff in like categories and like know where it goes. Yeah. And and it's the same thing with like colors. Also, you played that game. Yes. Were you about to say that? No. Okay. I I was going to say that you, you used to play that game for a very short period of time where you had to like, I played it today actually when we were out. Oh, did you really? Um, it's called, I love hue H U E. It's a game where you put different color palettes in order of how they appear. Yeah. It's that's, I can't, yeah. Like gradients and stuff. Yeah. I did a bad idea. (laughs) I I did a bad job. (laughs) Yeah. But what what I was going to say is that I used to play, my grandma used to work at a cabinet making shop Mm -hmm. and she used to bring home like sample chips for me. Oh. (laughs) And I used to play with those things and like sort them and just, I had a blast. Were you eating paint chips when you were little? No, I was not. But it was like formica samples and Uh like, you know, just different finishes you could get on the cabinets. I really loved playing with those. What did Very you do weird. with them? What'd you put, what would you do with them? I like put them in a little pile, sorted them out, just looked at all the different colors. Is this exactly the same thing that you do with your puzzles while you're sitting over? This? Pretty much. This is Caitlin. We, we we record in our dining room, which is Caitlin's puzz table, <laughs> and she sits over here with little boxes and her like her little uh, her little like empty gift boxes. And yeah, you have to sort the puzzle pieces, Robert, well, so you I, know where they go. Well, I know that I know that you do, but you're just talking over there, sorting over Formica or whatever. I fucking love. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I do. That's how my brain works. It tickles like a certain area of my brain, and it makes me happy. Oh. So on with the episode, shall we? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 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 did you read Specs? You didn't read. No, I haven't read anything. Uh-huh. So uh huh. So we are at uh, season one, episode thirteen, the final one of the series. Yeah. And I don't think we actually mentioned this is supposed to be the actual first episode. We'll so. get into it. Okay. Don't oh, worry. Oh, okay. Um, the production code for this is seven G zero one. Uh huh. <laughs> it was written by Matt Groening and Sam Simon. R.I.P. Sam Simon. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt Groening. Directed by David Silverman and our good friend Kent Butterworth. Oh, <laughs> no, I was like, no relation. Mel Brooks? No relation. <laughs> uh, the original air date was May thirteenth, nineteen ninety. Okay, so this is the this is the last of the first season to air, but it is, as you can see by seven G zero one, intended or was intended to be the first episode, correct, of the entirety of the series. Yes. Um. But this is where we hit the aforementioned, yeah. and uh, as I understand, you have done some deep research. I did. <laughs> so let's just be clear that I was trying to help earlier, and I, <laughs> I guess I guess I did a bad job. You did a really bad job of trying to help me do a re- little bit of reading for this episode. I was just testing out the sound, and Caitlin says I'm trying to read, so I was trying to soothe her with some, with some. <laughs> Robert Stylings of Fred Durst's <laughs> Nookie. You know what I mean. And I told him that I'm trying to read, and he kept going. Well, you got to finish the verse. It put me in a bit of a mood. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, for those of you at home who enjoy and appreciate the musical stylings of Fred Durst, I'll be happy to uh, put those on the end of the on the end of the episode. Oh, I didn't record them. No, you didn't. Oh, they weren't recording. See? That's sad. See what happens when you do bad things? <laughs> it gets lost to time. Uh, yeah, exactly. And everyone forgets exactly. your name. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> okay, so, 
Where are we? <laughs> Credit. You got to read the synopsis. Yeah, I got to read the synopsis. So this is from the Simpsons.fandom.com. Uh, the synopsis for this episode is Homer and Marge go out together after Marge feels Homer takes her for granted. The couple face a slight dilemma when they realize they have no one to look after the kids. So they hire a, a babysitter named Miss Botts. Matters seem to be going well until Bart and Lisa find out something shocking about their babysitter. Oh, no. We mentioned in the last episode, oh, no, in Crapes of Wrath, uh, uh-huh. we mentioned uh, that it was a scary episode for, like, child Robert this to watch. This would be a very scary episode for a kid, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. like, this is a real, like, like an actual possibility scary. Like, the fa- the, the notion of, of, of little Robert being sent to France mm-hmm. <laughs> at 8, 10 years old is pretty far-fetched. But the, the notion of a kid having a babysitter... Pretty real. ...is a lot closer to home. Pretty real, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, we open. Here we are. So, we, 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 we'll come to the credits first, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice anything in particular about the credits. I, I don't think the, I did either. I did notice the gag, but it wasn't a particularly funny gag. It the, wasn't. The chalkboard gag, I mean. The wiki calls it just normal couch gag. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, I mean the oh. chalkboard gag was uh, Bart wrote, uh, I will not yell fire in a crowded classroom. Yeah. Meh. That's, and, that's good advice. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be punished for doing that, Bart. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you should. Uh, we'll get some good advice later on. Uh, I wrote, I wrote some down. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we uh, come to the couch gag, as you say. It's just them piling on the couch, and both of us were sitting there. I could, I could sense it. Like we're waiting yes. for something to happen. Yes, because you know after they pile on the couch, there's always this. Something happens, and then. It, nothing happens and yeah. we get the ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so nothing happened uh-huh. on the couch gag but uh, we open up to a breakfast scene we do mm-hmm. the family is eating at the kitchen table yep there's a lot of breakfast food on the table mm-hmm. um basically marge is still in her robe but everybody else is like the kids are ready for school homer's yep. ready for work yep maggie's sitting in her high chair mm-hmm. and it's kind of chaotic yeah, definitely a chaotic scene, and the kids start to fight over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we actually, before we get to, oh, sorry, I bumped my, <laughs> bumped my pop filter. Uh, before we get to. Do we sound better? We got new pop filters, everybody. Yeah, do we sound good? How are my plosives? What about dog like this? <laughs> uh, so uh, before we get to the kids fighting over the donuts, I do believe we hear a familiar voice yes. with an unfamiliar name Bill Pie in the Sky. Bill Pie? Yeah, I didn't know about this. I I, I, I didn't either. Yeah. It is it is uh, brought up as like kind of like a thing that you know that like that's not what happens later. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So his name is Bill Pye for KBBL. You mean on the on the wiki it's brought up? Yeah, I, I read it somewhere either in the oh, wiki okay, or the book. Okay, okay. Um, KBBL. Let's um talk about KBBL for a second. Uh huh. Radio stations with call signs that start with K are west of the Mississippi River. Ooh. <laughs> That's all I'm, gonna, I'm that's now hold on. I gotta I gotta put a pause here. Okay. I gotta put a pause here BBL. because <laughs> this week if you were following our if you were following our Instagram, our stories, uh Caitlin posted something about <laughs> West was it Westylvania? Westylvania, something like that. Um uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Did like, you you just posted that on the stories, right? I did. Oh, yeah. we should post that on the on the it's, on the wall I, for y'all. I to... shared it from an account called Not springfield.pallets 
Um, so we'll find the account, but okay. it's an image of what was to be a state or a region. It was something that was, it's called the depths of Wikipedia. Okay. And it was Westylvania. Uh-huh. It was a proposed state of the United States located in what is now West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's West Virginia, southwestern Pennsylvania, and a small part of Kentucky, Kentucky. Maryland. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kentucky, Maryland, and Virginia. Uh-huh. It was first proposed in the uh, during the early American Revolution, and it would have been the 14th state had it been recognized. Mm. Um, so... <laughs> In 1782, Henry, um, Hugh Henry Breckinridge, a Pennsylvania lawyer and strong supporter of the national government, convinced the Pennsylvania Assembly to declare that uh, agitation for a separate state was treason. Therefore, this uh, made <laughs> this uh-oh. made the promotion of Westylvania subject to the death penalty. Oh man! Yeah. So uh, it, the did I say the the account I got this from is from the depths of Wikipedia? Yes, yeah, you did say it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so I said maybe this is where Springfield is because it has parts of Kentucky, Pennsylvania, but my theory just got blown out of the water because KBBL, yeah, huh? west of the Mississippi. Well, you know, again, we draw back to the early, to the very early days, and Virginia is everything that is yeah. basically from. We've shared that map before, uh-huh. where the, it's just like a line. The Mitchell map all the way yep. out. Yep. Yep. And if you look at the uh, the definitions of Virginia, you know, by charter, by ancient charter, it goes out to the Mississippi River. But it goes up to New England. It goes. <laughs> it, that, that's right. And but it goes all the way up to um, even in the late 18th century, it's recognized that Virginia covers the all the way up to the northern parts of the Michigan Peninsula. Yeah. And as far west as quote unquote, and I know this to be true, as far west as we see fit. There you go. And so, <laughs> so, Manifest destiny, motherfuckers. So, let's go. Anyways, the... Um, Says the girl with the Virginia Company tattoo on her I'm back. Sorry, but, <laughs> uh, anyways, that being said, uh, uh, K, uh, I, I didn't know that about K because here in the East Coast where we are, uh, everything starts it's with W. w. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. It's the same with TV stations, too. That's weird. So I guess my childhood... Uh, my childhood K-I-D-S radio station. K-I-D-S. Yeah. K-I-D-S. 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 We would have to find a different song than Achy Breaky Heart. I'm guessing that wasn't as popular on the West Coast. <laughs> who knows? Um, so anyways, we see, we hear Bill Pye in the Sky, who yeah. is obviously the early, early iteration of Arnie Pye yes. in the Sky. We did not see him. We just heard him. Mm-hmm. And the um, the kids start to fight, right? Over yep. over a donut that is discovered. They pull the box apart. And of course, the... Home, the uh, it lands donut. on Homer's plate. Mm-hmm. The donut lands on Homer's plate. And he eats it, therefore ending the argument. But like at this point, you can tell Marge is like, she's done. You know, you can really tell her hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Her, well, I think I think it's she's in her bathrobe. It's supposed to be like, okay, Marge has like spent her energy getting the kids ready to go to school this mm-hmm. morning. Uh-huh. She hasn't put any time in for herself, and it's apparent because her hair is a little frazzled. Yeah. So her, like, anytime you see like even a single hair sticking out of the side of Marge's uh, honeycomb. Yeah. <laughs> Like her, her uh, beehive, beehive, not honeycomb. <laughs> mm. uh, that's that's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, sorry. Ow. 
Are you okay? Did you- yeah, I just laughed so hard my jaw popped. <laughs> Ow. Anyway. Hey, you remember that time that you found all that Simpsons porn on Reddit? <laughs> what? Oh, we were just talking about Marge's honeycomb. <laughs> we're going to bring it up. That did not happen. That was a joke. Um, yes, it did. <laughs> Oh. Are you talking about that tattoo you found earlier? No. Of like a dick and peen on Marge? No. You oh. turned to me that one time and you were like, did you know there's a bunch of Simpsons porn on Reddit? I. Oh, there's a subreddit for Simpsons porn. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I was looking at the subreddits related to the Simpsons and that one popped up and it was like, I feel like it was more popular than it should have been. But. <laughs> Anyway, it's cursed. Remember, remember rule 34. Yeah, if, if it exists, there's porn of it. That's right. Yeah, okay. Especially if it's on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. I guess. God. Um, so, Bill Pie in the Sky, apparently the Simpsons listen to talk radio in the morning because the show they're listening to is, well, I guess we don't really realize that. Eventually, the kids hear the bus coming. They get up. They go to school. Homer's like... I'm late for work. I got to go. Uh-huh. And we're left seeing this kitchen that's just in a mess. Yeah. And- it's a tip. Oh, it's, oh that's right. A it's, tip. A tip. it's a tip. Um, <laughs> so, oh, it's a tip. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, there, there's an iconic image in my own mind here uh, from this departure scene mm-hmm. when Homer comes up to Marge and she puts her lips out as if she's going to kiss him goodbye. Mm-hmm. And instead he just grabs her, takes her coffee yeah. and drinks her coffee uh, and then walks away. So like, once again, we have like this moment because I can just remember it happening. <laughs> Y'all, this cat is in the box that contains our sound equipment. He's trying to play with our other Leo. <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy. Uh, Anyway, anyway, so like that is just to say that I, you know, this is another like image that I have, like, like, is that I, oh my <laughs> fucking god, <laughs> get out of the box, <laughs> Jesus, oh no, <laughs> it's closed. <laughs> god, I was laughing so hard I coughed. Sorry, everybody. Oh my god. <clears throat> Welcome to our season ending spectacular show. <laughs> this cat is trying to ruin my life. <laughs> you know why? It's because I put the spray bottle on the table. Yeah, he, he wants to play with the other ones of these things that we have. Because oh, they look yeah. like cat toys. The windscreens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, all that's just to say that, yes, we Marge is left with this huge mess. Yes. And, you know, you kind of see, like, the zoom out, and then Maggie's just sitting in her high chair innocently, and Marge is like, <sighs> Yeah. Let's get on with the day. With her one, two, three frazzled hairs <laughs> yeah, sitting exactly. outside. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Marge is listening to the radio still, and the Dr. Marvin Monroe show is on. Yeah. He is a, he has, he's a man about town. He's got TV commercials. He's, he helps identify Bigfoot. And he also has a call-in radio show. Uh-huh. So Marge calls into the radio show. Yeah. So here's something to think about here, right? So this is the first episode of the series. Yes. And we talked earlier about, uh, during Call of the Simpsons, how Dr. Monroe clearly didn't recognize Homer. Right. Uh, 
Well, he didn't seem to make any mention of the family when they came to visit him during No Disgrace Like Home either. Right. But according to production order, this is for he your... should he yeah. Although to be fair, he does not see any of the family no. at this point. But he does he learn he you know, Marge is she says, Hi, I'm Marge, I'm mm-hmm. thirty four and right. my husband doesn't listen to me uh-huh. or basically, you know, taken for granted, whatever. Right. Um there's a pretty good gag about about uh, Homer's name here in just a second. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have a I have a point, uh-huh. and I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna point out everything that I noticed, be it like like inconsistencies and whatnot. Just because uh-huh. this is episode one, she says she's 34, right? But in Life on the Fast Lane, she's 33, turning 34. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. Write that down in our letter to send to the to the writers. <laughs> Dear Matt Greening. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's just something I, I No, yeah, up. you're you're right. And so uh we uh we get Marge's complaint to Doctor Are you sniffing the yeah. filter? <laughs> something stinks over here. Did you Is it, it that dog? It's that's probably the dog. <laughs> He's um, so cute though. So uh, we, we hear Marge's complaint, uh, and her complaint is that her, her husband doesn't listen to her. He's taken her for granted, blah, blah, and blah. And basically, it all just kind of falls apart into her sobbing Yes, on the radio. Uh, but before she falls apart, yeah. she says when they were dating, he was sweeter. He, he paid more attention to her, blah, blah, blah. And she says he was 40 pounds lighter. So we know exactly how much. Or He least, weighed 199 pounds. He weighed 199 pounds. <laughs> When they were when dating. When they were dating. Um, but in the meantime, as all of this is going on, Homer's at work. Yep. And they, too, are listening to the radio. Yes, correct. And his coworkers are like, Homer, isn't that your wife? Uh-huh. And he's like, no, no, my wife worships the ground I walk on, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the further we go into this phone call with Dr. Marvin Monroe, uh-huh. the more they're like, oh, Oh yes, this is actually Homer's wife. Yes, it becomes abundantly clear that this is Marge calling about Homer. And there's two things that happen here. One is that there's this really great gag where Marge accidentally blurts out his name. Yeah. And she and, and uh, because Doctor Monroe says you have to leave him or say you're going to leave him, mm-hmm. and she goes leave Homer. He says immediately, don't say his name. Leave Pedro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's and, funny. And second of all, I wrote down. Uh, Homer, Homer's friends at the plant are really unsympathetic. Yeah, to they're what's re- they're actually they actually think this is hilarious. Yeah, they're yeah, super so jerks like, about basically, this. Basically, Doctor Monroe tells Marge, "You have to stand your ground. You have to tell him as soon as he gets home mm-hmm. that you're leaving him unless he shapes up." There's a little meta joke in here too. I wrote down. Oh, okay. I don't know if you noticed it. You probably, probably did. I, don't know. I, I bet you did because Marvin Monroe, Doctor Monroe, says, "I am as sure about this as I am that my voice is annoying." <gasps> oh yes, <laughs> I don't think that was intentionally meta, but it sure is. Well, you know, in our our armchair quarterback in yeah. here, yeah, yeah, it definitely is meta. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, Homer works at a plant with a bunch of turds, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, nobody recognizable. No, I did no not. Lenny, I, no, I, Carl. I was trying to catch yeah. a Carl or a Lenny to see if they N- were not even that. Charlie. Not even Charlie. Just a bunch of buttheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so, anyways, um, after uh, after uh, we 
see this scene here um, where Homer is embarrassed in front of all of his coworkers. Mm -hmm. uh, we cut to Moe's, right? Yes. Well, uh, yes. There is a crank call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's we see right. Bart right. and Lisa making a crank call to Mel's. Mm -hmm. They ask for Mr. Alcoholic. <laughs> Very clever children. <laughs> um, and that's how we enter Moe's, is that Moe is answering the phone. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Moe here, so so Moe is gruff. He's he, he he's always been you know very um, rough around the edges here. Um, and Homer makes the you know he says you know my wife thinks that I'm a pig, and he says well you are a pig. Mm -hmm. Ask anybody here. And he asks Barney, and Barney says you're a bigger pig than I am, which is definitely not true. Right. Um, oh yeah. No. However, Mo then actually offers Homer some pretty good advice. Mm -hmm. uh, Can we take a, a quick time out to talk about the animation? Oh, I thought you needed to pee. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I have peed twice before we did this episode. Oh, okay. So uh, the, the, um, what I want to say is that the reason that this was not the first episode mm -hmm. is because there were major animation issues mm -hmm. when it came, when the, episode came back from Korea mm -hmm. um, to the point where Matt Groening said apparently that he would cancel the rest of the show if the animation looked like it does. And I feel like you can really tell for the first time in this scene. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, for those of you Speaking listening of to that, uh, Caitlin did attempt to turn her head away. <laughs> so you didn't even get the full brunt of that. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Beer. Anyways. So, um, I feel like this is where you can really see it. Cause you see Homer sitting at the end of the bar mm -hmm. and talking to Mo and then it cuts to Barney and Sam and the other bar flies. Sam is the man in the green hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I recently learned his name. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, I could, I could tell there's like, well, early Barney is blonde. Yeah. He had at one point, changed back to like regular Barney we knew mm -hmm. within this season, mm -hmm. but he's back to blonde Barney now. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is something that was produced way before, mm -hmm. uh, or should have been produced way before. Yeah. You see this yeah. mishmash sort of, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you, something, something else also that bothered me was Homer was obviously sitting at the bartender entrance to the bar. You know how <laughs> there's, the, there's the part that flips up, right? Yeah. Well, he was very clearly sitting at that part. Did of the you bar. notice he was drinking out of a Pilsner's glass and I not did. a tankard? Yes, yeah. I, yeah. That I was weird that. too. That was weird too. So that's, yeah, that's Pilsner glass is a, is a little upscale for Yeah, Mo's. It's pretty highbrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like Pilsner, but mm -hmm. I don't think Homer's a Pilsner kind of guy. Oh, well, he's drinking Dove. I'm sure that... Oh, no, that's probably qualified as a lager. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say, I like a Pilsner, and that's exactly what I'm drinking. Uh-huh. But it's Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine Pilsner. It says so right there on the can. It's a fine Pilsner <laughs> I beer. like how the... I like... Let's talk about Miller Lite for a minute and how it says, a fine Pilsner. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Y'all, Caitlin and I booked a cruise uh, because we decided that it's something we want to try. We've never been on a cruise before. Yeah. We're, we're not going until late this year. So it's February. We're recording this now. We're not going until November. 
Um, but my mother really wants to go on a cruise for my parents' 50th wedding anniversary, which will be in a couple of years. And because I'm booking this cruise now, I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking about it. You know, what line do you want to go on? And she goes, she goes, not carnival. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay. She's like, well, you know, it's like Golden Corral. It's fine. <laughs> really? Okay. I was like, oh. Fair point. Touche. Yeah. Yeah. That works. <laughs> so. so. Anyways, yes, we have a fine Pilsner beer. We have a fine Pilsner if, beer. Yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously, I think obviously Duff is intended to be a Miller, a Bud Light, a... I don't think it's intended to be quite like a bush. Or I would a, say uh, it's like a Budweiser, like a, just a regular yeah, yeah. ass. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Because I mean, isn't there like there's other varieties of Duff? Yeah. There's Duff Dry. There's yeah. Duff Light. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just I, to me, I've always I think I've equated it to Budweiser at this point. And don't forget Lady Duff. Oh, I did not know about yeah, Lady Duff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, all that is to say that, like, I, I think that you're right. It is. It is the level of Bud. Right, but mm-hmm. it's not so low, if you will, as a, like a natty light. It's not a natty. It's not a Milwaukee's best. A nice house. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a Peeber, uh Yeah. A PBR. Um, it's definitely not like a Mickey's or a Steel Reserve <laughs> level. Like there's, you know, uh, uh, this is deeper than I've ever really gone into Duff talk before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. But there that, is a sign above Homer while he's talking to Mo uh, f- about. Sorry, it's a Duff. It's a Duff uh, sign. Uh-huh. I can't remember what the slogan is. <laughs> can't get enough of that wonderful Duff. Is that what it said? Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, all that is to say that yes, it's possible that it is a pilsner. It may be listed as a lager. Uh, I'm not sure. So I interrupted you when you were going to talk about the advice that Mo gives Homer. Yeah, he gives him great advice. Actually, uh, you, I fully expected when Mo gave Homer advice, it would be something along the lines of "You got to go home and tell her who's boss." Right. Right. Tell your dumb kids. But what the to first, do? The first thing he says, though, is if I remember correctly, he says, <clears throat> "Buy her, buy her flowers. Mm-hmm. You got to buy her flowers." You know, He's you basically like, answer. "You got to show, you got to show that you appreciate this woman." Yeah, and they, Mo, that's good advice. That is good advice. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. And and <clears throat> also, it kind of makes me wonder about like later in the series because Mo clearly has a thing for Midge, mm-hmm. uh, and so like. Uh, maybe his eye has already been cast in that direction. Who knows? <laughs> but, Who knows? Uh, anyways, that being said, he gives him that good advice, mm-hmm. and Homer's going to try it out. But before Homer can try it out, Marge is standing at the door, teeth gritted. Yeah, so Homer has heard this conversation on the radio. Yeah. And he goes to Moe's after work, which is a regular thing. Mm-hmm. But he stays a lot longer at Moe's mm-hmm. than originally... Uh, oh, yeah. Than typical. This is when the advice is given, but we didn't talk about what's going on. Yeah, so he's 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 procrastinating 100% because he knows as soon as he gets home, he right. is in trouble. Right. And so Mo's like, well, normally you just come in, have a beer, pickled eggs, like some other stuff, like some other random mm-hmm. garbage, mm-hmm. which sounds vile. Caitlin loves pickled eggs, everybody. I, I have never had a pickled egg. She loves the idea of pickled eggs. <laughs> I was going to actually ask you about pickled eggs. You've, have you had a pickled egg? You know, I don't think that I have. Okay. I have had, uh, I have had like gas station 
hard boiled eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like in the little packet. Yeah, okay. but I've never—I don't think I've ever had an actual pickled okay. egg. Although, when I was a little kid, I really hated pickles. So if you said pickled anything, I would have been like, "Ew, that's gross." But uh, as you know, my appreciation for pickles in general is pretty high. Did I not just eat like a little ramekin full of pickles the other day? You sure did. <laughs> I did. They, they were bread, no, butter, and dill. And dill. That's yeah. right. They were mixed. Yeah, that's I right. mixed up. Yeah, I bought Caitlin. I, well, I bought bread and butter pickles because we made this thing, and we don't need to get into it, but I was like, this needs a little sweetness to it. It's like a burger-like object, so I'm going to get some bread and butter pickles and see how it works with it. Uh, and Caitlin was like, I don't think I like those. And, oops, sorry, now I'm burping. No, I, uh, I, I didn't say I don't think I like those. I uh-huh. said I don't know that they would go with that thing, which was uh-huh. a black bean burger. <laughs> Trying to be a little healthy. Er. <laughs> but it has like this Southwest sort of like yeah. taco flavoring to it. Anyways, there was lots of like every other flavor like note in there. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, there was not any Needed sweetness. Needed some sweet. Anyway, my, the reason I, I brought them home is because I like bread and butter pickles anyway. And I thought they would go with that. So uh, Caitlin then comes and sits on the couch with a ramekin full <laughs> of dill pickles and uh, they were good. bread and butters. And what do you know? Bre- I did, I just didn't I didn't know that the flavor combo would work for me. And that's that's why I said that. But anyway, uh, bread and butter pickles are good. Have yet to eat one on those burgers, but that's okay. <laughs> no, well, that's okay. I think. <laughs> well, so my experience with pickled eggs is the uh-huh. gas station that was down the street from my dorm in college, mm-hmm. and they had like three. <laughs> two or three jars i'm only remembering what's in two of them like giant jars maybe they had three maybe one was pickles Mm -hmm. one was pickled pig's feet yep and the other was pickled eggs yeah yeah don't let me tell you something here's a little secret um so caitlin struggles with, with with things because sometimes because virginia by people who are in like the really deep south is generally not considered to be in the south however However, she's rolling her eyes at me. However, I'm giving you an out here. All you have to do is tell people that the I gas can buy a pickled pig's foot at a gas pickled station. Pickled pig's feet, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, because that is that's very southern. I remember that exact sort of scenario. The only difference for us is that we'd have boiled peanuts too. Yeah, no boiled peanuts. Um, but I have since learned that boiled peanuts are like a highly regionalized, like yeah. it's like a Georgia and then like the the, the, rim. And the Carolinas. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's it. Yeah. So like, um, people like. In northern and western Tennessee, maybe in Suffolk, which is basically South Car- or North Carolina, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of peanuts are grown. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think people who have had bold peanuts would be like, "Oh, well, they should be everywhere because they're yummy." But <laughs> I've never had them. You still haven't had them? Mm-mm. I thought you had. I might have had one that you bought. <laughs> anyway, all that to say is that eventually, during the conversation between Mo and Homer. Uh-huh. Moshe slides a jar of pickled eggs towards Homer. Mm-hmm. They're not the correct color. They're no. not pink. Yeah, they usually dye them. Yeah, they're normally um, red. Mm-hmm. But th- when the egg white gets dyed, it looks pink. Mm-hmm. For those of you not in the South. Um, so anyway, all I have to say is that I that resonated with me a little bit. And <laughs> it reminded me of my college years. Oh, college. Yeah, so... Meanwhile, as Homer's at Moe's getting advice and eating pickled eggs and whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, Marge is standing in the foyer of the house, just like doing her 
Yeah, like <laughs> grated teeth, gritting. She's pissed. If you've ever seen the Lurleen Lumpkin episode, is exactly that same motion as Lurleen is recording. Uh, Caitlin will learn about that. I will. I know who Lurleen Lumpkin is That's because right. she's in another episode. That's right. Fresh I spent out of last night in a ditch. Fresh out of rehab, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> good. Very good. Thank you. Um, so, so uh, she's. She's angry and she's waiting mm-hmm. for Homer at like the typical time. There is some magic happening because there is a tall case clock, yeah. AKA a grandfather uh-huh, clock uh-huh. in the foyer of the Simpsons home. Mm-hmm. And it's just ticking on by and yep. she's standing there presumably for hours. So I noticed this. Okay. I tried to double check. I'm pretty sure I got it right. The first time the clock reads, it reads 830, like 830 p.m. But then when it cuts to a different shot, it says 6.45. Okay. Well, at one point, Lisa says something. She's like, it's 6.15. Dad should be home by now. Oh, I didn't catch I that. I can't remember exactly what time she says, but it's like, it's like mm-hmm. it's quarter past six. Dad should be home. And yeah. then that's kind of like the, the, where that little montage comes in of, of Marge standing in front <laughs> of, excuse me, in front of the clock in the foyer, just like waiting. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I'm not sure like if it was intentional because it's animation, I can only assume that it is like the clock does move forward some. Oh yeah. Uh, I, it's supposed to denote it, the p- passage of time and yeah. how long she's actually been standing there. Um, but after Mo gives Homer the advice, he does, he goes to the florist mm-hmm. and he's like, give me some flowers. And the guy's like, what kind of flowers do you want? He's like, yeah. some that aren't dead. <laughs> and then he's like, we have lovely Roses, but long, the, long stem long roses. Long stem roses by the dozen, yep. but it's fifty five dollars. Oh my god! We're talking nineteen ninety yes. prices, y'all. Like yes. what the hell? I don't even know what a, I guess. I don't know what a dozen dozen roses costs these days because Yo, a dozen long stem roses, I'm sure, costs a lot of money, way yeah. more than they're actually worth. Um, but I'm telling you this right now. Uh, uh, men who are looking to impress your partners, whoever they may go be, go to Trader Joe's. Go to Trader Joe's. They have great bouquets. They do. Even Walmart. They're more expensive yes. than Walmart. But yeah, Trader Joe's has great flowers. Or, you know what? Go to a local florist. Uh, Homer made his mistake by going walking and being like, and immediately saying, it's like walking into a mechanic shop and being like, I know nothing about cars. Right. <laughs> right? No. Go into, like, if you go into a florist and you say, hey, I've got $30. Can you make me a bouquet for $30? She likes these flowers or mm-hmm. these colors. Or if you, like, I've even walked in before and brought Caitlin a bouquet where I walked in and said, hey, I'd like to bring my wife something that's sort of like autumn fall, <laughs> like false. And, and, and like, like. They'll do it. Florists work with flowers, right? So they're yeah. like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Anything she doesn't like, right? Right. They'll, they'll ask that. Yeah. Um, but uh, this this florist, $55 in 1990. Yeah, that's a lot. Holy shit. Must have been Valentine's Day or something. That's like paying off an RV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right? Wow, God. So anyway, yeah, it must have been Valentine's Eve or some, mm-hmm. some shit. Um, but uh, anyways, Homer says, oh, one, please. Yeah, so <laughs> one he, gets, he gets one rose, and yep. then he comes home, and it's raining outside. Mm-hmm. And he's practicing what he's going to say when he walks in the door. Here, here we see it. You, this is where we see it, right? This is this is Homer trying, yes. right? This mm-hmm. is what makes the difference. Yeah. Uh, Homer is actually trying. He is taking Moe's advice to heart. Yes. And 
he realizes that he fucked up. So he better step up. He should have kissed her instead of drinking that coffee. Exactly. He should have helped her to, you know, to, to clean up. He should have been paying attention to the time more so that he could be aware of it. Blah, 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 blah. And now he's standing in the rain like trying an actor to, looking in the mirror. Yeah, trying right? to trying to figure out what he's going to do. I love you, Marge. <laughs> I love you, Marge. Right. I love you, Marge. Yeah, so then he, he gets to the door and I guess she opens it. Yeah. And anticipate like... Cause he is in the doorway when he's like, and then he looks, he's like, I love you, Marjorie. He also at this time had gotten a heart shaped box of Somewhere. chocolates, yeah, yeah, yeah. which <laughs> also indicates Valentine's day. Uh-huh. But anyway, it, you're right. You actually, yeah, I did not make yeah. the Valentine's day connection there. We are, right. uh, we are, it, it is February 20th. So I guess Valentine's <laughs> day is fresh on the mind here. But, um, then she's like, Oh, and then she like kisses him Yep. and like, everything's okay. Yep. Did he tell her at that point that he was going to take her out? I think so. Yeah. Okay. He starts, he tells her about how they're going to go uh, out to dinner and he, uh, or at least it cuts to them on the couch or something along those lines. And he, he and he also takes Mo's advice. Mo says, make a reservation at the best motel yes. in town. It's very funny to me, by the way, that Mo says the best motel in town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean the pun. What I mean is oh. that, is that, they don't have a hotel in town. Oh, it's guys, a motel. Like a motor lodge, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, at some point, there is another crank call to Moe's. Yes, for, there is. From the kids. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, eventually, Homer and Marge are sitting on the couch. He says, I'm going to take you to Chez Perry. Uh-huh. We're going to go dinner dancing. And then I made a, mm-hmm. a reservation at whatever. Yep. And at this point... Marge realizes they don't have a babysitter. What are we going to do with the kids? Who are they going to call? The rubber baby buggy bumper babysitting agency. Uh (laughs) Isn't that, that's an I Love Lucy reference, isn't it? No. Rubber baby buggy bumpers? That's a, it's just a tug twister. I know it is, but I would have sworn, I would have sworn that that was from I Love Lucy. No, oh, but it's funny yeah. you bring up I Love Lucy because we've ta- we've talked a lot about um, production codes and whatnot and how mm-hmm. things were produced, but then how they aired vi- and vice versa. And I told you earlier today, I said that's not really that uncommon, mm-hmm. you know, episodes airing out of order, especially when there's no real storyline to, you know, to to keep consistent. Right. Fun fact: the first episode of I Love Lucy that aired was not the first episode produced. Oh, really? Yes. So the first episode produced was called Lucy Thinks Ricky is Trying to Murder Her. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I guess after <laughs> after they did that and after they, you know, kind of got things in the can, they were like, eh, that's pretty dark. Let's uh-huh. start with this other episode, which I meant to look up, but I can't remember exactly which uh-huh. episode was the first one to air. But that episode aired, I think it was like sixth or seventh within the first season. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's kind of a similar situation here. I don't know that I've seen all of the I Love Lucy episodes, but I'm pretty sure there's a good chance that I have at some yeah. point or another. I mean, it ran for six seasons. Um, so there's... Only six seasons. Yeah. Isn't it weird how like things in my childhood I remember and then like you realize like Salute Your Shorts ran for like... I think Nickelodeon shows this is very true, especially because you feel like there are hundreds of episodes, Yeah, but there's really like 25. I'm pretty sure like Salute Your Shorts is two or even one season. I think The Adventures of Pete and Pete is only Same. one season. Um, 
<sighs> what was I just thinking? Jackass. Only three seasons. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! I know. There's like there's like a total of twenty something episodes of Jackass. Hey, how many seasons of Undress? <laughs> Probably one, right? I have no like, idea. But seriously, like like all of those episodes, like the ones that lasted the longest, are the ones that like got picked up somewhere else, like Rugrats. You mm-hmm. know, uh, as we learned recently, Nancy mm-hmm. Cartwright eventually started. This is the voice of Chucky. Chucky. Um, and then I mean, you know, some of the others, but like. There were 180 episodes of I Love Lucy. So there were quite a few. Okay. Um, I mean, this is early days of television. So there's, mm-hmm. there's like closer to 30 episodes a season. Okay. Obviously. Um, but then there was a spinoff called Lu- the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour, uh-huh. which were hour long specials gotcha. um, that I think aired monthly oh. after the end of the show. Interesting. But it's the same characters. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I don't I mean, I, I guess like when you're watching something in syndication, it can feel like there's no end to the, exactly. to the number, right? And like, you're like, God, I've seen this episode a million times. Well, of course you have, because there's like it. 30 to choose from. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, the point of all that being like things gets flipped around post-production all the time. Yeah. I don't know that this is necessarily, an anomaly in terms of the first episode airing last. Right. But um, I, f- I feel like that's pretty extreme when what you attend to be the first thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is uh, produced last. But you know or, what I uh, think about last. this? Like, here's this, here's this fun parallel for you, uh, Caitlin, who loves Lucille Ball. Uh-huh. Uh, like, uh, Lucy thinks that Desi is going to murder her. That's pretty dark. Ricky, hey, yeah. I'm sorry, Des- uh, Ricky. Ricky in the show, <laughs> um, yeah. How about... Uh, how about this daggum uh, babysitter who comes and ties up the children <laughs> and attempts to rob, or not attempts, but successfully robs the Simpsons mm-hmm. of everything. Uh, and all of this stemming from the fact that Marge felt like she was underappreciated. Yeah. <laughs> Hijinks. Right? That's what we call them. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I was looking at the first episode to actually air of I Love Lucy, and it's called The Girls Want to Go to the Nightclub. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. So, anyways, Homer and Marge start getting ready for their big night out. Mm-hmm. They have called. Oh, this is where this all came from. The, the rubber, rubber baby, baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and and the woman who answers initially is like Simpson, and she looks over, and There's it's like a, a bad check poster. <laughs> it's like a bad check wall over there, right? Yeah. Like, do not accept these checks. Yeah. Do not accept these children. Right. Uh, and then Homer does something. <laughs> That rings so true to me. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I know where you're going. No, with this. I okay. don't think that you do. So I, I don't. I, sorry, y'all. I don't want to give out like my real last name on here. So we'll just say that my last name is Smith. Uh-huh. And I remember years ago, my father, <laughs> he called in to some place and for a particular reason and let me just say it was a good reason he didn't want to use his actual name and so uh, if my name is Smith my father literally does this he goes my name is uh, Smith son Smith son <laughs> and I heard him do this on the phone and I was just like he hung up I was like they're never going to believe that <laughs> 
there's to to, let's throw it back to another tv show there's an episode of the golden girls where they go to a funeral home for some reason and sophia starts giving the funeral director her Uh name she goes my name's sophia and for those of you that don't know sophia's name on the golden girls is sophia petrillo she goes Mm -hmm. my name's sophia hawkins sophia hawkins So I'm sorry. I know that that story would be a lot funnier if I told you my actual name, but, <laughs> but like, you know, the thing is like, like, I just remember sitting there as a little kid and being like, that's so, that's, that's so terrible. transparently yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like father, what? <laughs> I probably called him dad still at that point. But. Yeah. So we, we call the rubber baby buggy bumper. Yep. They, uh, they initially refuse, but Homer yeah. calls back, uses, what does he say? He's Samson. Samson. <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes, Oh no, my name. And then, so he's like, hi, my name is Homer Sampson. Uh-huh. And the lady goes, did your wife just call? And he goes, no, my name's Sampson, not Simpson. <laughs> Clearly indicating that he is the husband of the lady that just called. But she falls for it. Uh-huh. And she even rips the Simpsons uh, to the mysterious Samson caller. Yeah. And uh, Homer grits his teeth and says, actually, as I understand it, the, or the Simpsons are neighbors of ours, yeah, and they're quite under, misunderstood and underrated family. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they get a babysitter. Yes, uh, through all of our willing suspension of disbelief, they, the rubber baby buggy muppers send... Miss Bots. Yes. So before we get to that moment, we actually see Marge getting ready. Mm-hmm. Lisa watching her, mm-hmm. and there's this weird, like, Simpsons image that will fall under, like, uh, I don't know, like, like off-brand looking Simpsons figures of Marge with, like, these, like, high cheekbones, mm-hmm. and it's, like, intended to, like, that show she's that supposed she's to look good. And then Homer, yeah. Homer shaves. He does. And he has no, so this, this to me indicated, okay, the, like, weird shadow around his mouth is supposed to be his beard or his five o'clock shadow shadow. yeah Yeah, so he shaves Mm -hmm. then it it immediately comes back yep exactly the 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 wiki in the book say seven seconds is how long (laughs) and all the while he is singing he's he's humming this uh the same tune that's a real song and i don't know what it's called and there's no words so (laughs) i can't google lyrics to figure out what it is but it's like a marimba mambo kind of situation hey siri what is this song yeah Yeah. uh as you actually there's a meme about that we'll post the meme i'll find it (laughs) okay um so anyways um homer is getting ready marge is getting ready and bing bong we hear the doorbell so uh, Homer sends uh, Bart to get the open the door. Yeah, and that's when we're introduced to Miss Botts. Miss Botts, who is voiced by Penny Marshall. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, I, uh, I didn't, I purposely did not look it up. Before as you we... go any farther, can I just say that Siri popped up on my computer did she? and she goes, ding a ding a ding a ding a. Well, there you go. Um, Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. So uh, I, I I recognize the voice. I thought it might have been Penny Marshall, but I also thought it might have been Marsha Wallace mm-hmm. here in these early in the early episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was Penny Marshall, so that was pretty cool. Uh, Penny Marshall, if you don't know, uh, very famous lady. She starred in Laverne and Shirley, and eventually became a very successful producer director of films such as. A League of Their Own. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, her daughter's in it, too. Oh. She was married to Rob Reiner. Penny Marshall the <laughs> second. <laughs> no, her name is Tracy Reiner. Oh. Um, anyways, so, like, I mean, 
very famous person yeah. here on The Simpsons, yeah. like from the bat. So her 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 real name is Lucille Bots Botskowski. Botskowski, yes. Uh, but she the, introduces the herself name. as Miss Bots. Yes. And she looks rough. Yeah, she <laughs> she's got. Like, I feel like we've seen people who kind of in real life would would look like her oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> kind of like a hunchback situation hunchback like huge boobs a huge boobs big frame kind of a big belly though yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. like a, a overbite and uh-huh. like weird hair and cut that hair short for some reason yeah. why did you do that well and, uh. and um not to spoil this but when they show her mugshot did you notice that she is six feet tall oh shit yeah <laughs> She's six feet tall and 178 pounds. Um, There's no way with that belly. So she's and, and them knockers. Well, she's, she's, like, she's like one of those people that has like a belly and boobs, but like is lanky everywhere else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I gotta tell you, like when I was a little kid, once again, here's some more evidence that I saw this in the first run. When I was a little kid and I thought about who the substitute teacher was gonna be, this is the image that I thought of. Yeah, I it, I never I t- had a substitute teacher who actually looked like her. Right, <laughs> I too. Uh, she reminds me. I told you about the substitute teacher not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like there was a sub that we had, and like I only had her like maybe two or three times in my whole teacher, uh, my whole career as a student in mm-hmm. the you know K through twelve situation, and um, I was reminded of this substitute when uh, <laughs> when um. When I saw Miss Butkowski, what's her name? Butkowski. Butkowski. Because because it's just like you you don't want to round the corner in your classroom and see her, right? And you don't want to round the corner of your home and see this woman as your babysitter. (laughs) So anyway, she arrives at the Simpsons. Uh You know, they kind of like give her the rundown. Marge says, "Here's a tape that they like to watch." Yep. Maggie can go to bed now. Bart and Lisa can stay up for another hour mm-hmm. and um, they're off. Off they go. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Miss Botts makes herself like her presence known real quick to Bart. Bart yeah. is trying some, what are obviously like his usual tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Marge says, you can watch the happy little elves. So, you know, this is funny because I told you earlier in the series that the happy little elves will become more prevalent, but actually I guess they had already been prevalent ha- by way yeah. of production order. We can't, yeah, like we can't do this throughout this episode because you're like, well, actually. <laughs> I don't have any glasses on. Well, yeah, the, so, so like the, the happy little elves turn out, we knew who they were, but we didn't know but who they were. That being said, she puts, she, she says, uh, we're going to watch this. And Bart says, no, we can watch some real TV, blah, blah, blah. My to- parents, like, they let us watch whatever we want. Uh huh. And she, <laughs> she turns to him with these crazy eyes and says, uh, we're going to do this and you're going to do what I say. Otherwise I'm going to do something. And I don't know what that is because everyone always does what I say. Yeah. <laughs> and he like sidesteps like the canter like, over okay. and puts it in. And so they're watching, uh, they are watching the tape and Homer and Marge go out on the town. Mm-hmm. They head off to their dinner destination. Chez Perry. Chez Perry. They're drinking champagne. Uh huh. And Homer gets to pick out a lobster. Yes. he. Does. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> He does. Uh-huh. So you see Homer like peering through the lobster tank yep. and he's like, Ooh, I want that one. And the, the, uh, I guess Mater D is like, 
oh, that's when they're floating on top like that. That's not a good indication. <laughs> and then you see this little lobster float by with the X's on his eyes. Uh-huh. And that made me laugh. And then... When I was little, I always thought that picking out your own lobster was like the height of sophistication. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever pick one out? No. Oh, wait. So, we, so when Caitlin and I went on our honeymoon, yes, uh, we went. We actually went to Tampa, but we mm-hmm. were in Orlando for a day. Yes, and we went to an all-you-can-eat lobster buffet. Was <laughs> yes. that your first lobster? No. Okay. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. No. 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 Um, I feel like lo- we've talked a lot about on, on this podcast things we thought we would have to deal with when we're older. Uh huh. But that never became a thing. Yeah. Um, lobster was kind of like that, but at one point in my life. It was definitely not my first lobster. My first lobster was, I, I guess I had been talking about it in front of my um, cousin. Mm-hmm. We, I, I think I talked about them before. They were like older cousins that live next door to my grandparents. Uh-huh. I had talked about them enough to them. They were like, well, we're going to get you lobster and you're going to try it. Mm-hmm. And so they did. That was my first oh, lobster. Okay. It was a lobster tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that was not my first lobster. Okay, well, that's good. I because- have never picked a lobster from a tank and been like... That one, please go murder it so in you've the back. Never, I was going to ask you if you ever picked one out. No. Okay. I did enjoy watching the lobsters in the tank at Red Lobster. Uh huh. Um, but no, I have I have never I have never done that. So something I don't think we've talked about on this podcast that you you definitely know is that when I was little we ate out all the time. Yeah. Like like we ate at home when I was little on Thanksgiving and on Christmas. Robert, Robert's yeah. upgrading. It was a little bit different than I think most of ours. In and the sense. It's, it's, it, I mean, like it's not because we were rich. It was just because <laughs> mother didn't want to cook. Right. <laughs> and so, um, that being said, we ate out an awful lot. And so when you do that enough, you eventually come to a place where like you kind of fall on days, I guess. And Tuesday was a red lobster day. Uh-huh. And so sometimes we would go to red lobster, uh, and on special days, like birthdays or close to that sort of thing, like you, you could get like a good, like a special meal. Uh-huh. And I just have a lot of memories as a little kid being like, I want to eat that lobster. Oh no. <laughs> and I think back on it now and I'm like, why did they spend all that money? On you, on a as a little kid, <laughs> for a little kid from Red Lobster, who's gonna, who's yeah, who, you know, like and like even like looking back at it now, like like I would get the lobster and I'd get it, I'd get it steamed, right? Uh-huh. But you had the op- you had the option to have it stuffed, like you could have a crab stuffed lobster, and I never did it, and it's mm-hmm. because I did not understand as a little kid mm-hmm. that that made the lobster significantly mm-hmm. better. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Like, yeah. that, well, it is crazy for me to think about it now that I would go and like pick out a lobster as a little kid, <laughs> and uh, and I. Just, it's like Bart ordering the squid platter at right. the whatever the Rusty Barnacle or whatever it was yeah. that episode. And you know, like as, as a little kid, you look at that and you're like, "That's what you're supposed to order because that's the fancy. That's the thing fancy to thing. Order. Yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I even remember I have a I actually have memories of looking at the menu in lobster is always market price mm-hmm. right and having no idea mm-hmm. what market price meant yeah <laughs> so that I did not know this about you that's I, I guess really knowing your family dynamic not necessarily surprising but at the same time like wow you fancy oh yeah boy. Well. Well, it wasn't all the time. Uh, no. But okay. t- Tuesday was Red Lobster night, so I could go get my, like, junior fried shrimp or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and French fries. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know, we get a Zesto on the way home. Oh. Uh, yummy. You probably don't know what Zesto is, but... Unless you're from Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, so uh, Homer picks out his lobster, the one, not the dead one, but the one with the beady eyes. Yeah, and so they're they're off to dinner, mm-hmm. and drink champagne and whatnot. Yep. And meanwhile, Homer, I'm not Homer, Bart and Matt, oh, God damn, Bart and Lisa uh-huh. are watching Happy Little Elves. Yep. Lisa's loving it. At the beginning of the episode, we see that Bart has a crusty lunchbox. Lisa has a happy little elves lunchbox. Oh, good. I didn't notice. Go ahead. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Like to contribute to Marge's dejection. She's like, here, kids, here's the lunch I packed you. And they're like, we don't need them. We have money. Yeah. And they run out the door. <laughs> um, and, and Marge holds up the lunchboxes in that mm-hmm. in that instance. So uh, Bart decides he wants to change the channel, right? Yes. And so they change it to, uh, I, I wrote down Unsolved Mysteries, but that's not it. It's, it's Ameri- America's it, Most Armed and Dangerous, yeah, which is supposed yeah. to be America's Most, Most Wanted. Wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Lisa's like, no, we can't watch that. We'll have nightmares. <laughs> and, and I 100% identified with Lisa in that moment. I could not watch Unsolved Mysteries when I was a kid because mm-hmm. it would give me nightmares. Same with Rescue 911. Did you ever call the Unsolved Mysteries line? No. Oh, man. No. Did you? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Many times. What did you say? Oh, I will tell you right after this short pee break. Okay. Everybody, we'll be right back. And we're back. Oh, oh. boy. Woo-wee. Everybody had to pee. We yeah. had to pee. The dogs had to pee. The That's cats right. had to pee. That's Everybody right. peed. Everybody peed. Everybody peed and had a great time. Yeah, we did. And uh, I got to tell you, oh, there they go, <laughs> ran around. Oh. Uh, I got to tell you, um, while I was peeing, I was thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking about calling Unsolved Mysteries when I was a little kid. I definitely, I called into radio stations, but I never called Unsolved Mysteries. That oh, never would have occurred to me. Oh no, we were, we were bad kids. <laughs> This is you and your brothers. Yes. This is obviously Primarily Jason. me and my older brother. I was going to say, this is Jason's... No, it's not Jason's idea. It's your idea, and Jason went along with it. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, anyway, you watch Unsolved Mysteries, and uh, first of all, can we all, are we all in agreement here that when you watch Unsolved Mysteries, what you really want to see is the paranormal, or a super, supernatural stuff, uh, <laughs> like like... Who cares about like this person who's been like you know on the run in right Southern California for the past yeah. ten years or whatever like like what we what we want to see is the aliens we want to see the ghosts on the Queen Mary okay <laughs> uh huh yeah so um I will I will admit to you I did watch Unsolved Mysteries every now and then but then uh-huh. I was forbidden to watch it because it scared me so much I would not sleep and my parent <laughs> my parents were like. Fuck no, you're not watching this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I watched it when I was at my grandma's house. Uh-huh. Surprise, surprise. The grandparents are <laughs> like course. tainting the young mind. Of course. And let me tell you something. Since my childhood, I've become interested and in, like just intrigued by true crime and all that kind of stuff. Yes, I can and, confirm. Okay. And, <laughs> and let me tell you something. There is nothing more frustrated, frustrating than an unsolved mystery. I watched the new seasons and I'm like... Yeah, but I want to know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> and you do not get any closure Every from that show. Every morning, y'all, she is in there in the shower with her true crime podcast, <laughs> whichever one of the thousands she listens to. <laughs> yeah, Robert's like, it, like, he'll come into the bathroom and he'll be like, and then they died a tragic and slow death at the hands of whatever. Oh, as you do, I uh, guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I will agree that, like, 
like the horror and stuff I, I like to watch are is the the like supernatural kind of weird mysterious stuff yeah yeah it, well anyways so uh uh my older brother and i would uh hang out and watch if you can hear that tapping around the background it's because our dog is trying to find treats that are not there <laughs> that i put away so anyway Knox, go to bed come on go to bed buddy. you're okay good boy here he comes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, he's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, uh, my older brother. <laughs> Jason. I guess it's not really like a secret anymore. Jason and I. Uh, used Jason to... Smithson. Jason Smithson. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Uh, used Good to uh, sit up and watch Unsolved Mysteries. And we, it's, it's ironic nowadays that I hate crank calls so much because I used to make crank calls. And so uh, we would call Unsolved Mysteries. And I just, I have one night in particular that sticks out in my mind wherein I, as a little kid, I thought this shit was hilarious. Hilarious. I called and was, and said, uh, yeah, this is Uncle Bill. And uh, we've seen aliens out on the farm. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And so, uh, and then Jason would call and be like, yeah, this is Uncle Fred. <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen ghosts out on the farm. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and we called so much that Jason at one point called back and was Uncle Fred. And, she, and, and the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the operator goes, uh, Uncle Bill and Uncle Fred need to go to bed. <gasps> So they had an actual live person on the other oh, end of yeah, that no, line. No, 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 no. This was not a recording. Like we were oh bothering like a real person doing a job. Oh, I never would have done that. <laughs> no. Oh, you know how I hate talking on the phone. That's like oh, that's well. a deep seated thing in me. <laughs> so fuck that. No, thank you. I used to call the radio stations when I was in middle school. Uh huh. Um, and I would we would request songs. Um. It was 96X. I used to call and request the whatever the popular song oh, was at right. the time. 96X was here. That's yes, right. 96X yeah, yeah. was here. And down in Atlanta, it was 99X. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it, it, I, I, we would call the, the radio stations and request songs. And then they'd, like, sass us and we'd sass them back. And, oh. then, <laughs> and then we'd hang up. Like, <laughs> that was about as brave as I got. So, um, just so we're all clear here, we're like, oh, oh, we're about an hour and 10 minutes oh, into this boy. recording. It's a long one. It's a long one. <laughs> but hey, it's, it's the last one in the season. It so is. I, well, wait until really our season this? one wrap up. That's going to be oh, like y'all. three hours. Can I just say real quick that both of us noted we only took half the amount of notes on this one yeah, we did. <laughs> that we have of the other ones? But here we are talking about... All so, sorts of shit. The Simpsons are out having a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bart and Lisa are watching uh, the, uh, oh, not Unsolved Mysteries, America's but America's Most, most armed, armed and Dangerous. Dangerous. Uh-huh. dangerous. <laughs> and uh, who should they start talking about but the Babysitter Bandit. Yeah. And they don't show an image of the Babysitter Bandit just yet. No. But they are talking about how the she ransacks... The houses. She, she ties up the kids. She ransacks the houses. Yeah. She like steals all the stuff and I guess pieces out and she's done. That's right. Yeah. And uh, they then say her actual name, uh, Lucille Botskowski. Yes. And actually Lisa's sitting on the couch. Did you notice? 
she, she and Bart are hugging each other. Yeah. Uh, someone has the gall to walk outside of our house. Sorry. Um, Knox is making his first appearance on this show. There he is. Knox. And anyway, so uh, they say Lucille Botskowski and Bart and Lisa hugging each other. Mm-hmm. Lisa goes, Miss Bots. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I did hear that. So anyway, um, Homer and Marge are out having a good time, though. Mm-hmm. They're dancing. They're having a great time. Yeah, that's right. Dancing to that exact same song. Bumpa, 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 bumpa. Yeah. And now here's the thing is like... Uh, in cartoon terms, like they're dancing and they appear to be dancing in funny ways. But I will say that there are at least two couples who like come into the frame and are looking. They're ins- like impressed by them. Yeah. Like yeah. they're not like making fun of the exactly. Simpsons. They're, yeah. They're, they're like, wow, they're really good dancers. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, at home, the kids are like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And Maggie's in her crib. Like, blissfully unaware of everything that's going on. Right. Bart and Lisa have, meanwhile, figured out that shit's about to go down. Because uh, we, we, we have the Miss Bot, uh, excuse me, um, uh, Lucille Botskowski mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> named said several times here in a moment, we're going to show you a picture of the babysitter bandit. Yeah. And then, of course, the picture is Miss Bots. That's when they, it says she's six feet tall and 178 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and they're like, oh, shit. That's right. And who is standing in the doorframe at that moment? But with a rope. With a rope. Miss Bots. Her. Yep. Yeah. So uh, then we cut over to Homer and Marge, I think, at that moment, who are uh, no longer in the dancing hall. Oh, they're in they the car. They have uh, gone to the car. Yeah, uh-huh. they're canoodling in the car. Yep. Homer's driving. He's like... You're supposed to tell me when the off, <laughs> the next off ramp or whatever. When you see the off ramp, yeah. She goes okay, and because they immediately they're supposed to go to the ye old off ramp uh, motel or yep. whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and he of course drives right past it, yes. and he's like, "Oh, we'll just get off at the next exit." And we see the next exit's like 35 miles away. <laughs> it reminds me of the name that I saw. Uh, <laughs> it says Southerners don't. Uh, don't give you directions or let you know when you're going to miss the exit. They just wait till you do yeah, and then say, like, are you going to turn? Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Which is so true. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I guarantee you like where you're going in a car, like in the South is immediately followed almost always by, ah, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what ah, you doing? <laughs> my my dad used to drive me to school, and the, he could either go one of two ways, and he would he would drive, he would drive up the main street, uh-huh. and then he would have to turn. And so, like there were some days where he just, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Hey, what about me?" And he's like, "Ah, shit!" Ah, <laughs> he shit. Like to turn around. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is when I was in high school, but so they, they do actually eventually make it to the uh, ye o- or mm-hmm. the off ramp in yes and uh, off ramp motel or whatever it's called and uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's so gross. Uh yeah, but there's a water bed in there's there. There's a water and bed. It is a wavy water bed. It is a wavy water bed. Um, like Marge goes and change goes and changes um her. Uh, her clothes uh-huh. and he Homer's like ooh is it the little blue thing with the things on it or whatever alright real talk okay this is this is serious Marge says let me go slip into something more comfortable you hear that phrase nudge nudge wink wink right mm-hmm. you hear that phrase in movies and TV but lingerie does not look comfortable no okay no 
No. (laughs) I'm assuming that every single person who listens to this podcast is male. (laughs) But if you're female and you listen to this podcast, oh, wait, that's not true. No, 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 no. We did have someone in Australia who contacted us. Oh, did we? Yes. uh, Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Who I I do believe is female. Uh, Anyways, I'm sorry. I shouldn't make that assumption. Anyway, all that's just to say, like, if you are female or if you wear lingerie, I don't care if you're female or not. uh, I'm going to tell you one thing. Okay. In the sequence where they're dancing, it is apparent that Marge is wearing pantyhose. Oh. And if she is wearing pantyhose, because her legs are not yellow, so I'm assuming she's not wearing pantyhose. Oh, okay. Uh, anything outside of pantyhose is more comfortable. Because pantyhose and tights are very uncomfortable for me. And the moment you take those off, you are more comfortable. Oh, and therefore she is taking those off. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And I'm, I'm like, back in the day, of course, it was like girdles and Uh (laughs) like bustiers and whatever. Uh Um, so I, I, I'm thinking that's kind of where that is stemming from. Sure, sure. But uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I see where you're going with this, and I will say that putting on something more comfortable does indeed mean that if you're wearing attire that is dress dress attire okay so okay okay all right get it yeah I, okay I, yeah no i was i was just trying to think about like in i was just trying to think about it in terms of like like if i'm dressed up mm-hmm. then like i'm more comfortable you take your tie off with okay fair enough yeah, yeah i take i take the tie off uh, i take my shoes off right that's some that sort of thing we okay. have to take our underpinnings off yeah our space well it's, you know hose, like, you know in in, in our bra by way of our <laughs> popular culture if I'm putting on something more comfortable, what that means is I'm getting sexy. I'm about, yeah, I'm about to get sexy, which she does because she puts on the blue thing. the lingerie, yeah. like the weird. Bl- I could not really tell what was going on there. It looked sheer, but it wasn't sheer. But it had tassels. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a weird thing. So, anyways, um, uh, Homer is laying there, uh, waving around on the bed, mm-hmm. the water bed, mm-hmm. and she is being sexy at the door frame mm-hmm. leg first you yep. know how it is yep, yep, yep. uh but there's turmoil at home because yep. uh, miss botts is tying up bart and lisa and the worst thing of all bart mouths off so she she tapes, tapes his, his mouth, mouth shut, shut and then puts on a nice tape for the children to watch <laughs> which is the happy little <laughs> she 100 1000 percent did because he complained about mm-hmm. it before <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure yep um <clears throat> and then uh <laughs> Like, uh, okay, I think, then we cut back to the hotel, right? The motel. Uh-huh. And, um... I mean, it's kind of bouncing around. It's, bar- so. well, it, it is bouncing around, because Marge and Homer are in the oh, bed, oh, 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 oh. and it is, like, f- <laughs> high tide in this hotel room. Oh, I see. Because that bed is a sloshing away. Oh, yes. It, well, It's you an know, afterglow scene, y'all. I mean, uh, <laughs> when, when you've had that much activity on the water bed, yeah, yeah it's going to be moving Inertia. around still. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So they're they're laying in the in the bed, and um, it can't be easy to do that in a in like a wavy water bed. <sighs> can't say that I've tried. I, I, I don't, but I don't know. I can only imagine. All I'm saying is that like in modern mattresses, where like they're designed to like where your partner doesn't feel you move, you roll around or something. Like if you can put a wine glass on that mattress and then like turn over and the wine glass doesn't turn over, like that's a lot of force that's being absorbed. Yeah. <laughs> And you ain't getting nothing back out of that? Yeah. I mean, am I right? 
Yes. You're correct. You're correct. <laughs> I, yes, I am correct. You're correct. I, I have firsthand first experience. Wait, what? I mean, we have a great mattress. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they're laying there, and they're, like, you know, just kind of, like, chilling. Oh, yeah. It was, like, it's, like, feet up, and, like, there's yeah. eyes to face, and then the feet come down, and yeah. you see they're, like, very satisfied the, faces. The water is moving. Marge's, uh, Marge's hair, by the way, is a little disheveled a little in this disheveled. moment, but, you know, it ain't bad. Right. <laughs> so. um, and then she's, like, ooh, will I ruin the mood if I call home? Uh -huh, but Homer is passed out. Yeah, <laughs> you don't Homer, care. and then Homer's like, okay, and he's sleeping. He's snoring. So yep. March calls home. Yep. And there's no answer. Yep. So we then meanwhile we go to home, we go to the home front, mm -hmm. and like Bart runs into the basement, which well, I was well, like, hold on, hold on. Maggie wakes up, right? And Maggie comes downstairs. They see Maggie, and Maggie unties Lisa because Maggie wants to watch the Happy Little Elves again. Right. And this is what gets the Simpson children free, right? Uh, well, so what happens? Some I cannot remember exactly at which point it happens, but Bart does go into the basement, mm -hmm. and Miss Bacal, but whatever her name is, Mrs. Botts, uh, chases him down into the basement, and yeah, I so was like, oh, they have a basement. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they've been freed at this point. Yeah. The children are, are, are trying to save okay. themselves. They're Bart goes away. downstairs, and she follows him down there. Yeah. He's hiding underneath the stairs. Yeah, and Lisa tries to call the... 1-800-YOU-SQUEAL. Yeah. 1-800-RAT-YOU-OUT. <laughs> yes, or... That's in, a joke. Or That's an inside in joke, our but... area, if you want to call like the police crime line, 1-800-LOCK-YOU-UP. It's been that for... Ever. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah. You're not a snitch. Go, just call this number. 1-800-LOCK-YOU-UP. Yeah. So Lisa's trying, Lisa's try, instead of calling 911, exactly. Lisa's yeah, yeah. calling 1-800-YOU-SQUEAL or whatever. This might be just like a little hint of parental failing on behalf uh, of Homer maybe. and Marge. Because Lisa should know to call 911. Yeah. <laughs> when was the 911 system established? I don't know. I feel like it's pretty late considering what's what's happening. I don't know. Um. Anyway. But so <laughs> Bart runs down to the basement. Yeah, so like and he uh she is walking around and she says something very ominous. She says it's time to go to bed, tuck mm -hmm. you in, derper derper der, and mm -hmm. say your prayers. Mm -hmm. Um Sorry. So, anyway, so uh as she's walking around in the basement, uh she approaches a a cabinet of some sorts and says, Are you hiding in here? and opens it up and Bart's not in there, but first, first of all, let's just say that she finds pickled beets. And for whatever reason, <laughs> beets have been very prevalent in my life recently, and I hate them. Yeah. Uh, pickled eggs, I'm fine with. Pickled pig's feet, we're fine with. But pickled beets, Not bleh. so much. Um, yes, yeah, so she opens the cabinet, and Bart, did you notice what he uses to knock her out? Oh, yeah, I sure did. It's the bowling ball. The, the bowling ball that says... Homer. Homer on from, it. From, um... Life oh, on the fast lane. Life on the fast lane. Yes. Which tells you that. Uh, well, no, it's weird that that appears it is, because it this is, is supposed to be number one. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was going to say, like, in airing order, what that tells me is that Marge actually just put it away after that. In right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's not being used So at it all. actually makes more sense to have it here than it does to have it in the actual production order. Yeah. I do wonder how much production took place after the rest of the season, just so, like, these little tidbits could be included. Mm -hmm. um, because, like, you know, she says she's 34. We see the bowling ball, yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was something I noticed. Um, so it's... It, Eventually, they knock Miss Batowski out. So he misses with the bowling ball. Right. Uh, and then they run upstairs. Yeah. Uh, By this time, yeah, Maggie's awake. Uh -huh. They're kind of like all conspiring to to trap That's this woman. Yep. And so Maggie, oh, man. Yeah, Maggie, so, so she's, well, I'm sorry, I got confused because, because Maggie gets up earlier and walks past her, but she doesn't see Maggie. While she's robbing the Simpsons, mm -hmm. but then yeah, she's she in sees Homer and Marge's bed. Uh, Miss Batowski is in. Bots Homer is fine. Just say Mrs. Miss Bots. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Bots. <laughs> Lucille is in Homer and Marge's bedroom at one point, like uh -huh. loading up on random shit that they have, which is garbage. Yeah, she's yeah. complaining she about even how complains it's not worth that they it. don't yeah. have anything valuable. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, and that that's when the kids are running around trying to like organize and, uh -huh. and, and so Maggie, defeat her. Maggie uh, comes by. She sees Maggie and Maggie disappears into a room mm -hmm. and she puts her ear to one door and can't hear her pacifier. Mm -hmm. her, her, and then she puts it to the other door and she hears the pacifier. She opens it up. It's darkness. She gets bonked. Lights mm -hmm. on. Bart's standing there with both a bat pacifier and so is Lisa and Maggie. Yeah. So they're going to tie her up. Yep. And they do. They do. Yeah. That's right. And so Marge has called home. She, she there's no answer. She panics. That's right. And then Homer's like, "My work here is done. <laughs> yeah, she's she's like, let's go home. We may as yeah. well go home. Yeah. And um, he literally says that, by the way. Mm -hmm. So they go home. They rush home, and they find Miss Bots. Yep. On the living room floor, tied up, and they're like, "Oh no." Bart's a little shit. I can't believe he did this to you. We're so sorry. Yep. And so they untie her. They do. So the Simpson children have run out of the house after they tied up Miss Miss Bots, mm -hmm. uh, and they've called again one eight hundred. You squeal. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that's when the uh, parents are arrive home, and you're, uh, as you say, they untie her, mm -hmm. get her out of there. Homer walks up to the window of the car and says, "I'm so sorry." You know, well, he helps her carry her luggage to the car. He's like, "Gosh, this is heavy yes. because it's full of all his stuff." Uh huh. And uh, comes up to the window and says, here's double, no, triple mm -hmm. your pay. Mm -hmm. uh, and she uh, provides him with some, uh, frankly, good she advice. Kind of, she kind of starts to like talk to him, and then she hears sirens in the background. She says, here's some advice. Don't take your eye off the boy for a minute. Yeah. And, and then, then she like tire squeal, she goes away. That's right, off she goes. Yep. And then immediately tire squeal in yeah, and are it's like, not only the police, but news vans. Yes. And... uh Homer grabs Bart and says, what were you doing? We just had to untie your babysitter and pay her triple her fare, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And here comes an, an unfaced microphone mm -hmm. held by hand. Yeah. Are you saying you let go of the notorious babysitter yeah. branded? And Ugh. yeah, whoops. And then we're done, right? Well, not quite. Oh, okay. Not quite because we cut afterwards to the Simpsons watching this scene unfold on mm -hmm. their own TV mm -hmm. uh, and Homer looking like a dope. Right. Homer is a dope. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, you don't see any Homer is a dope t-shirts, do you? <laughs> uh, anyways, um, Homer Homer looks like a dope. Uh, they're watching this on their TV. And then Marge turns to him and says something to the effect of, hey, anyone who could knock out an armed robber, I feel like, you know, raised three children who could knock out an armed robber, is doing something right. Mm-hmm. Now, here is, here it is. Here is the moment that Call of the Simpsons was going for. Yeah. When she turns to him and says, my lovable ape or yeah. whatever she says yeah. at the end of that, and you totally don't buy it. Right. You buy Here, it. Here, mm-hmm. you see it and you buy it. And this because is why. Because it's a very scary thing that they've all been through. That's right. I mean, it, it's a very scary thing in Call of the Simpsons, but this is definitely something that is more realistic but it's more scary because in the beginning we get homer standing in the rain with a heart box and the Mm -hmm. flower and when he gives her the flower the flower is droopy but Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. right this is what i'm saying travis this is why (laughs) call of the simpsons does not measure up this is better than call of the simpsons this moment is this moment that call of the simpsons wanted to be i put to you across the table from me yeah um and to you, dear dear listener, like uh, I don't think this is the best episode of the season. We'll get to that in the bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, in but, our wrap up, you mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the wrap up. Yep. Um, but that being said, like uh, it's obvious that more went into this episode than the first ones that aired, the earlier ones that aired. I wonder if so. I I think uh, so far I'm gonna have to go back and look to be sure. Um, something I intend to do is provide some stats for season one in terms of like writers and directors and whatnot. Uh Um, this is an episode that was written in part by Matt Groening. And I wonder if that has something to do with it because I don't, he was not involved in terms of writing necessarily, uh, uh, with call the Simpsons. And I wonder if, if this is some, if that's has something to do with it. Are you are you like reaching back to the Homer loves Marge, Marge loves Homer like notion, or is it just yeah. like general like writing capability? Or? No, no, no. I th- I think it's it, it, well. I, he is the one that conceived of this whole situation. Right. It's theoretically kind of der- a derivative of his family, right? Right. Right. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Mm, I don't know. I don't either. Well. Uh, and this is only, I think this is only the second credit he's been as a writer for this season. On the whole season of the On the whole episodes. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have noticed that his name has been pretty absent. Conspicuously absent. Yeah. From the, write, from the writing uh, credits. Right. And I, it, the last so. one he wrote, I can't remember off the top of my head what it was, but it was, it was him and like a bunch of other people. Right. But this is him and Sam Simon. Well, you know, uh, it, that would make sense for it being the first episode if it was intended to be. Right. Um, okay, well, I'll be interested to see what you find with it. So make sure you check out our end of season one I, spectacular. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. So what I'm getting at with that is like kind of like, did we enjoy certain writers more than others? Uh-huh. Um, and just kind of like how that kind of plays into our perception of things. But also what I'm interested in when we look at the season as a whole mm-hmm. is how air date may have affected how we perceive things. And I know I've said that before. Oh yeah. I mean, that's been uh, you know, running through the whole yeah. series here, like trying to and figure I out. Have to, you have to wonder if this was the very first episode, mm-hmm. what would have happened? 
would it have been as popular? Because I feel like, I feel like Simpsons roasting and I, and I am treading on the territory that we're going to go to in the bonus episode, but like Simpsons roasting is a, is a Christmas episode first of all. Mm -hmm. And then it involved like a family pet. Yeah. And those two things to me at least are kind of like emotional, high emotion well connectivity we, we all know that when it comes to christmas movies christmas specials right, right it doesn't actually matter how good right it is, exactly right? and that's Fair. what i'm getting yeah, at okay okay so okay. i'm like if this had aired first if yeah. this had aired december 17th 1989 uh-huh. how would things have gone because this is kind of a sinister episode yeah, I, I think not you know, kind of. It is. It's sinister. It's, yeah. it's a. It's a. Lucy thinks Ricky is trying to murder her. <laughs> right. You yes, know exactly. Like uh-huh. if people had seen this yeah. first, would they have continued to watch it through this first season? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that they would have because it is. It's well. First of all, as little kids, what it's will a the scary Nielsen thing. families think? Exactly. Exactly. So I. I you know I'm just kind of interested. I have not done it until this point because I just haven't had the time to do it and we haven't gotten to this point yet Uh um just kind of like to look at that kind of stuff and and say hmm (laughs) we all know that matt granning thinks that this show is successful because homer loves marge and marge loves homer Mm -hmm. which is a hundred percent a valid thing to say sure but had things gone differently had things gone as the writers had intended Mm -hmm. or as the producers had intended who knows? I mean, we'll never know. But we, we won't. But we sure can speculate and yeah. speculate. We will absolutely <laughs> in our end of season wrap up, which will be coming up uh, here very shortly. Um, that being said, you know what? I think that um, we. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> you just kicked the chair. I kicked the chair. <laughs> uh, y'all, we're at the end of season one. Yeah, baby. We we made it. Yeah, we are here. Uh, we, well, first of all, let's just say, uh, thank you for being here with us. Yeah. And if you've made it this far, if you've made it this far into this particular episode, kudos to you. Congratulations. Good Lord. We rambled, but yeah, but like, you know, here's the thing. Like, uh, we've got, uh, we've got (laughs) 700 and how many is the number now? 714. We have 704 more episodes to go. (laughs) So, um, that being said, you know what? Uh, we are here once every week to uh, bring a new episode of The Simpsons uh, to you and chit chat and talk about uh, talk about uh, what, what we think about it, and mm-hmm. also talk about you know our own little live intervals. <laughs> uh, that being said, you know, um, hey, I, I'm excited and happy this to see that we're here. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited and happy to be here doing this with you, Boo Boo. Uh, and, uh, you know, just like I said, I think I said in the trailer in the first episode, you know, Marge loves Homer and Homer loves Marge and I love you. So that being said, everybody, thank you so much for listening to us here. I would like to put a call out to our listeners, um, because we do know there's more than one now. So I'm putting the S on the end of listeners. You're right. There's definitely more than one. If you guys have any input into um, some thoughts, feelings, observations about the first season, um, send them to us. Yeah. We have Twitter. We're esque to nowhere on Twitter. ESC to nowhere. Pod. We're 
Pod, sorry, Esc- uh-huh. to nowhere pod. I made the account and I don't remember the name. <laughs> Escalator to nowhere pod, pretty much everywhere else. Send us your thoughts and let us know, and we can we can add your opinions to <laughs> to our wrap up of season one. Yeah, we'd love to do that. Like, we want to hear what you think. Like, uh, are we are we just talking out of our asses? Do you absolutely. agree with us? Do you oh, disagree oh, with sorry. us, <laughs> Travis? How do you feel? Are you okay? <laughs> you said you weren't going to watch and t- or listen until season three. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to record Travis's. Uh, voicemail to me and play it on the episode. <laughs> oh, about uh, Call of the Simpsons? Yes. Yeah, apparently we were very harsh on Call of the Simpsons and y'all did not agree with us. Two, at least two people yeah, reached exactly. out and said exactly. that we were way too tough tell on us what you <laughs> think. Tell us what you think. Tell us if we're talking out of our asses. We want to know. Yeah, like, uh, and, and, and also, you know, like, uh, we're here for the fun of it, so tell us what we're, you We're literally doing this on a Sunday afternoon. Like, we don't expect anything, but it, whatever you guys want to give us is great mm-hmm. in so, terms of feedback. Yeah, in terms of feedback, or you know, eventually money. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, anyways, all that is to say that we are just uh, uh, over the moon, tickled pink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, there she goes, she's tickled. <laughs> Uh, that um, we're pink as we pickled are, eggs. Pink, we are pink as pickled eggs, y'all. <laughs> uh, to be here and uh, to be here with uh, with you. So thank you so much for joining us. Make sure again that you are checking out our social emails, uh, socials, and email. Uh, as Caitlin said, Twitter at esc 2 Pod and Instagram and Facebook at escalator to nowhere pod yes. and also escalator to nowhere pod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. That's where you can send that long email and we will look forward to uh, hearing from you no matter how you might uh, wish to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and You I can call Robert if you want to. You can call me straight. <laughs> Just give me a call. <laughs> Uh, however, uh, we're looking forward to our season one wrap up and we're looking forward to continuing on this journey. So that being said, my name is Robert and I am a seasons. I'm sorry. Oh, I fucked up. The, you I fucked, fucked it, it oh, up. No. Oops. Oops. I fucked I, up. I definitely did just right now. As I knock <laughs> the, the laptop drops off. our laptop. Uh, let me try that again. I'm Robert. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. And I am a season Simpsons fan. And I'm still learning. And uh, we look forward to being with you at our season wrap up and then uh, 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 messing up and down for season two. Episode oh, one. Shit. Hey, you know who we haven't really met officially yet? Who's that? Ralph Wiggum. We, you're right. We have not officially I met. am giddy with anticipation. Mm-hmm. When does he show up? Do I don't you? know. Well, he's in he's in Simpsons roasting, but not really. Yeah, yeah, but not really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We we'll meet him. We'll figure it don't out. Don't worry, we'll get there. All right, everybody. All right, we'll look forward to you next time. Until then, I'm Robert. This we is, did it already. Caitlin, we did this already. <laughs> Smell you later. Bye. Cue the music. Bye. <laughs>